Always a pleasure to catch up with our next guest. And by the way, if uh, you have a question for Scotty Sharp or you'd like him to cover, uh, make your way to our webpage, 2NURFM.com.au. Uh, just click on the Gardening Talkback area and Scotty will do his very best, won't you, mate, to cover those topics week by week. Good afternoon. Absolutely. I will be. I need those emails. I need the pictures with the emails because I'm a very, very visual person, you know. Well, if someone says, you know, can you tell me about this plant that's so-and-so, and you're like, oh, well, okay, it's got a green stalk and it's got a flower. It's like, I need a little bit more than that. Yeah, good good start. But can we get into the finer details? So this is where a photo comes in really, really good. Uh, it can show, this, you know, uh, pest or disease on the plant. Uh, we know all about it. If you want the plant, you know, to grow in a particular location, well, a great photo is always going to do the trick, uh, and I will talk about it uh, on air the next week. All right. Uh, well, let's get into a couple of them. Uh, you've had some inquiries about gazanias, so can you talk us through that, Scotty. Yeah, look, well, I came up with the gazania. So a lovely lady called Julie from Merriweather, uh, she has sent in an email. Uh, she needs a, she could lose something to the beach a little bit, and it, it seems that she needs you know, a plant to cover the, the ground up there, but also give her some colour as well. It's in around a driveway area. It's out in the full sun. Uh, so, look, there are a couple of really good plants you can use uh, for that, and gazania is one of them. Um, so it is a, a perennial plant that loves to be out in, in the full sun. actually comes uh, from uh, South Africa originally, uh, up in the hills and the cliffs, uh, you know, really hot there like in Australia. So it uh, does very, very well over there. And, in fact, being in the shade or over watering or having heavy soil will almost make this plant cool up its poor little toes. So for Julie over at Merriweather, this is going to be a fantastic plant to have around her driveway sort of rockery area. You can get uh, flower colours, you know, red, orange, white, pink, yellow. And they're, they're pretty common at the moment. Uh, people would be seeing them. They're out in flower at the moment. And they do make a fantastic ground cover. They are drought tolerant. The only thing you just have to do is if you're putting them in, just give them some water, you know, for that initial three, four weeks. Uh, and then after that, they're completely low maintenance. They'll grow in, you know, pots if you need them to as well in a really, really hot, sunny spot. Uh, because they just they really will almost handle intense heat. I'm not talking about getting a flamethrower or something out there. <laughs> but, sure. <laughs> you know, if there's a lot of radiant heat coming out from a hot driveway or a you know, masonry wall, they're going to do very, very well for you. Yeah, just uh, don't expect any of that this week with the cooler temperatures, et cetera, et cetera. Maybe over the last weekend, perhaps. Now, uh, Scotty, whenever we're talking gardens, whenever we're talking plants and, and just life more generally, there are always a ton of bugs that we need to take care of and some that just annoy us. Uh, white fly is something you'd like to touch on this afternoon. Uh, you were going for a strange metaphor then, you know, life. I didn't no, know where, no. where you're up to then, mate. <laughs> we'll, we'll backpedal there, we'll backpedal. Mate, I've got your uh, topics in front of me, so I'm, I'm happy to... I'm happy to roll with us. <laughs> We've got John from Beresfield. He's also emailed me in, so thank you very much for that, John. He has got some plants in his garden. He's got some tomatoes, some eggplants. Uh, he's also got some beans growing as well. He's having some problems with a white fly infestation up there at Beresfield. So white flies actually aren't, you know, like the buzzy, you know, blow flies or black flies that we get around. They're, they're more closely related to aphids or, you know, nearly bug or scale insects, and that's where the problem lies then. They, they land on plants and they start sucking the sap out of there and then they exude sort of like a honeydew, um, you know, sugary resin out of them and then you get sooty mouldy ants come up and feed off that. 
And so it just becomes a real big problem for plants. You know, they're trying to catch their catch their tail all the time. And eventually, because they're sucking the sap out, you get this yellow mottling on the upper surface of the leaves. Now, the way you know you've got, uh, you know, the white fly is when you go out near your plants, all of a sudden, if you disturb them, they'll just sort of see this sort of white, you know, sort of powdery dandruffy sort of cloud of these little insects taking off and, and flying their away. And so that means you've got white fly. You need to get it under control because if they're at that adult stage already, they're already doing a fair bit of damage to your plants. So one way, I love this one, is to go out there with a the vacuum cleaner early in the morning and sort of give them a bit of a, you know, you know, suck them off the plants. You know, there's some some pests that, you know, that works really well for. But wouldn't that but, also depend on the plant, though? You don't want to do any damage to the plant. You're running a vacuum cleaner on me. You'll end up with more plant than white fly. <laughs> And the, the way some vacuum cleaners are now, they're so powerful. I mean, they could probably, you know, change the orbit of satin if they wanted to. So, yeah, look, be a bit careful about that. But it's not a bad way, sort of just generally disturb and then just suck them up as much and as quickly as you possibly can. Look, they do love, Wi-Fi loves humidity. So if you can thin out your plants a little bit and get some airflow through them, that's also going to help. Uh, if you want to try an organic, uh, you know, spray, you can mix up some pyrethrum and see how you go with that. Eco oil is another great organic spray to use and works as a preventative. So it will stop those little baby nymphs actually landing on there and probably also stop the adults as well. So that's a pyrethrum spray if you want to try that and then using some eco oil as a preventative or the hoover if you really want to get out there with that. You imagine that you're outside though on your first point, Scotty, with a vacuum cleaner and the neighbour goes over the fence, ah, white fly, eh? You just imagine it, can't you? (laughs) All right, mate. I think that's it for you this week. Other than that, uh, any tips for us handling the uh, the wet conditions for plants outside at the moment? Oh, look, just let them have their little bit of a water. But if you've got plants out there that uh, you know don't necessarily like you know soggy or wet conditions, make sure you empty out the source or underneath there. Uh, but yeah, they're just going to be loving that at the moment. Uh, I know my plants at home are. All right, mate. As always, if you would uh, like uh, to give Scotty a question for next week, uh, you pop up to our web page and under the lifestyle programs that you can find Scotty Sharp for a gardening talkback. Mate, you have a great week, and uh, we look forward to hearing you same time next uh, Monday. And of course, with Todd and the Breakfast Show on Friday morning. See you then.